It's my show. Hey guys, welcome, welcome. Just uh, find your seats either on the bride's or the groom's side. Hey, Zeddy, looking pretty sharp there. Yeah, one snazzy banazzy. Yeah. Oh, hey, witchy cats, happy to see you guys were able to make it. Well, the dumb one promised rats were on the menu. Oh, well, I think he meant for you guys to hunt the rats in the bag after the ceremony. I know I'm having lobster. Well, of course we're going to hunt for our food. How else would we get it? Yeah. Well, you can have it served to you on a plate or a bowl like civilized, I mean, domesticated dogs and cats do. And give up our nine lives. Yeah. Wait, what? I thought all cats had nine lives. No siree. That's privileges granted solely to street cats. Once a cat accepts a home, poof. He becomes a single lifer. Yeah. Okay, okay, good to know. Well, guys, I hate to ask, but uh, I need to collect any knives, scissors, gardening shears, pretty much anything that can be used as a tail collecting device. <gasps> yeah? Busted. But we still got our claw. If I see any witchy claw madness, I'll have you guys removed from the festivities. Are we clear? Come on, Seti. You know we're here just to party. Wow. All right, well, that's good to know. Sit down wherever you like, but um, I'll be watching look, you. Look, 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 look. Hey, Cousin Z, how's everything going? Well, smooth sailing so far, Mo. Most of the guests are here, and they've already stamped the guest book. <laughs> hey, look at that. Lots of paw prints for our memories when me and the Lays look back on this day when we're old and gray. Speaking of Lays, have you seen her? Yeah, yeah, uh, the last time I saw her, she was talking to Indiana. Great. Uh, you know, I know the groom's not supposed to see the bride until she walks down the aisle, but, you know, I just wanted to say hi anyway. Uh, is everything okay there, little buddy? You seem a little bit nervous. Uh, I seem to have gotten myself into a little bit of a pickle. Yeah, well, you got yourself into this. It's not my fault. I mean, there's no turning back now, unless you want me to tie you up again and throw you in the back of the time machine. We could head straight to Mexico. Wait, what? No, no, I, I double booked the doggo to officiate the ceremony. You did what? Uh, who did you double book with? Well, Lalo was really keen at having Brando do it. You know, he has a great reputation for his oratory skills. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But Aussie is such a great actor. Oh, man, did you ask Aussie to do it too? Yeah. Oh, it might be a little tougher to fire Aussie. The news might kill him. Really? Well, either that or he'll play dead, but it's either him playing dead or you be dead, so... Me? How do you figure? Well, this is Layla's day in reality. Sure. You make a decision like that without her and she'll kill you. No, she would never. Okay, maybe not, but then you also have to worry, you know, about Brando. Why is that? I mean, have you seen Brando act? Totally unpredictable. Why, he could totally lose it, turn on you. Who knows, he might accidentally swipe you with a paw and then boom, lights out. Yikes. So your best bet is probably to fire Aussie. That's great advice, Cousin Z. Well, thanks, buddy. It's what I'm here for as best man doggo. You're the best doggo man. Eh, technically, I'm not a man at all, obviously. <laughs> I only said man as sort of a saying, like, dude, you know, like, hey, man, you're the best doggo. Okay, okay, we're getting away from ourselves. All right, well, since you're the best doggo or whatever, why don't you just go ahead and fire Aussie for me? All right, Cousin Z, thanks. See you later. Lug, 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 lug. Wait, Mo, lug, Mo, lug, wait. Lug, lug. Hey, Zeddy. Jesus, Milo. God damn it, don't sneak up on me like that. Are there any snacks? No, you have to wait until after the ceremony. But I was told there would be snacks. Oh, boy! Look at all the pretty flowers everywhere for me to destroy! You're not doing anything of the sort, Zola. You're lucky you're even here. We almost had a no puppy policy. And snacks aren't until after the wedding. I'm not here for the snacks, Boomer. I'm here to tear it up on the dance floor. Oh, boy. I can't wait. 
Look, why don't you two just scurry off to your seats, all right? Snacks. Hey, Lucky, just who I was looking for. Whatever it is, no. Listen, Lucky, this job is just for you, and I know that you're looking for the Jasmine, so... I am not looking for the Jasmine. She will not see me. Oh, no. What happened? You guys get into a fight or something? Don't be foolish. Of course we didn't get into a fight. I was by her side my entire life, and not once did we bicker. All right, all right, I was just asking. The fleshies cannot see their pets that they've crossed over to the Rainbow Bridge. Only our fellow comrades. No shit, really? Wow, that is too deep for me to unpack at the moment, especially because I need you to do me a solid. I do not do solids anymore. That is another thing about the Rainbow Bridge. No solids in, no solids out. <laughs> Nobody, old pal. That's not what I meant. I need you to babysit your predecessors. Especially Zola. She seems to think that these flowers are chew toys. I see. I guess I will oblige. Fantastic. All right. They are right over there. Have at them. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm here! Chewie, thank God you are here. Can you finish pointing people to their seats? I gotta pee like a Great Dane. Oh, sure thing, little brother. By the way, Chewie, I had no idea that mother and father won't be able to see you. I'm sorry about that, pal. Oh, it's okay. They know that I'm here. Besides, I wouldn't want my presence to, you know, upstage the bride. Oh, that's so thoughtful of you, Chew Bear. And uh, one more thing. You wouldn't happen to have a best man speech on you, would you? Sure don't. Oh, worth a try. All right, I'll be back. Well, hello there. Well, sit where you like. Bride side's on the left. Ah, oh, there he is. Jesus, does everyone here walk softly? Oh, sorry about that, mate. How are you? Um, I'm okay, you know. Oh, you can't fool me. I can't? Nope, I'm an expert in reading animal emotions. Oh, you are? <laughs> Wouldn't be much of an actor if I wasn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I can tell that you've got something on your mind. Well, <laughs> now that you mention it, yeah, there is something... Uh -huh. Don't say another word. I think I know exactly what's going on. You do? Yep. You got a touch of the stage fright about your speech. Uh, well, kind of. I'm not totally prepared. I don't have anything written, but... Oh, say no more. I've got some superb improv exercises to help loosen up your mind. Oh, yeah, it's not really that. It's just... No, it'll be real quick. Just give me a place, an animal, and a bona fide holiday. Well, what's a bona fide holiday? You know, something that closes the banks. Not like National Donut Day. Oh, okay. Um... The backyard here, Moe's wedding, and an opossum. <laughs> You're not making it very hard, are you, Z? <laughs> okay, we are here at Moe's wedding. Oh, Jesus, I can't do this anymore. Look, Moe double booked, so you aren't performing the ceremony, okay? <laughs> That's not really how an improv works. No, 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 this isn't an improv. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, you're not going to be performing the ceremony, Aussie. Sorry, chap. Bit of a buildup in me is sounded like you said I wasn't performing the ceremony. You're not. Oh. Well, uh, well, who got the part over me? Brando. Bloody hell! You should really blame Mo. <laughs> There's no one to blame but myself. Oh, no. You, you don't need to be so hard on yourself, buddy. Oh, I let myself down, my species, all the marsupials back in Australia. Well, I I really doubt that they even care about a doggo wedding all the way over here. Well, I called and told my parents that I finally got my big break. I'm an embarrassment. The shame is going to kill me. Whoa. <laughs> oh, eh. Aussie, come on, pal. It's a, it's only a wedding. And scene. Did you love it? Were you moved? Oh, yeah. Shaken to my core. <laughs> I went with the disappointed parents angle, you know, to really tug on the heartstrings. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, uh, you're not upset then? No, it just means that I can get to the party favors I brought in my pouch just a little bit earlier. Yeah, um, I've been 
meaning to ask you about that. About what? Well, you're a male opossum, right? Correctamundo. So, how do you have a pouch? Oh, this? Well, technically it's not a pouch. It's a mouch. A male pouch. One of me mates made it for me for occasions like this. Sometimes I put extra roaches in the side pockets, you know, so I can save them for later. Oh, wow. Okay, that's pretty cool. All right, well, I'm so glad you're not mad about this. Uh, so go ahead and take your seat. Oh, sure thing, mate. See you at the after party. I picked up some old raisinets. Oh, I guess that's Aussie's new theme song. Who nanny and goat sausage, thank God I found you! <laughs> that tutu looks even more ridiculous in the bright sun. <laughs> Not now, we have a serious problem! <laughs> ODJ, you're right. We are about to go into the wedding, and we haven't even gotten to today's... From the skyscrapers of New York to the coast of California, this is Doggo News! An eight-year-old from Minneapolis recently pointed out a big problem with NPR's oldest news show, All Things Considered. Leo Shidla wrote to his local NPR station, My name is Leo and I am eight years old. I listen to All Things Considered in the car with my mom. What's a car? I have no idea. I listen a lot. I never hear much about nature or dinosaurs or things like that. Maybe you should call your show Newsy Things Considered since I don't get to hear about all the things. Or please talk more about dinosaurs and cool things. Sincerely, Leo. I am totally on board with this kid. Many times we have been stuck listening to politics on NPR. Yeah, NPR. Even we have more dinosaur news stories than you guys do. Consider that. To remedy the situation, All Things Considered invited Leo to ask some questions about dinosaurs to Ashley Paust, a research associate at the San Diego Natural History Museum. Leo wants to be a paleontologist when he grows up. Well, best of luck to you, Leo. I've been digging in the art for years and I haven't found a dinosaur dinosaur bone yet. In other doggo news, out of New Jersey, Sadie saves the day. Oh yeah, what the hell did Sadie do? Dive into a river and pull a school bus full of kids out? Uh, no. Did she scale up the fire escape of a burning building and carry a baby from the top floor with only her mouth? I don't think so, no. Oh, I know. She sniffed out an illegal shipment of plutonium, thwarting a terrorist plot. No, she didn't do anything like that. Well, she hardly saved the day, then. Well, you haven't even let me read the story yet. All right, all right. Carry on, but I'm not impressed at all. Mm. The six-year-old German Shepherd from New Jersey is being hailed a hero after she protected and comforted her owner during his stroke. According to Ramapo Bergen Animal Refuge, where Sadie lived prior to her adoption. After Sadie's odor collapsed during the stroke, the canine stayed by his side and even began licking his face to wake him up. She eventually managed to drag him across the room to his cell phone so he was able to call for help. All right, okay, that's... That's pretty amazing. Yeah, considering if Daddy had a stroke, you wouldn't drag him to his phone. Yeah, probably not. You're right. I mean, he's heavy. He's like 400 pounds. You would probably just stand over him, waiting for him to die so you could eat him. I still call first dibs on his liver. First dibs over who? I'm not going to eat Daddy. Oh, such a prude when your stomach is full. I feel especially connected to this story. Oh, yeah? Why's that? Well, because Sadie's bio said that she was especially nervous around men, just like me. But she and Brian formed a special bond once he came to the shelter and decided to save her. It didn't take the German Shepherd long to repay the favor, I must say. I was the same way until I met Daddy. Yeah, yeah, we all know the story. Today's Doggo News is brought to you by Leisha Larson, Olga Ekman, Lexi, Bailey, Teresa, Willie Walter, and Stife and Tambo London. <laughs> 
So, what's your problem? Come again? Well, before the news, you said you had a serious problem. So, what is it? Oh, yeah, that. Well, it appears. Oh, there you two are. Oh, hey, Mozart. How are things? I've been looking all over for you two. I took care of firing Aussie for you. You're welcome. Oh, oh no, it's not that. Uh-oh. Have you guys finished up the doggo news? No, you got a story? Go ahead. No, I don't have anything this week. I was just, uh... Whoa, Mo, excuse you. Sorry, I don't know how I'm breaking wind when I haven't even broken fast. I think I just have a nervous stomach. It's all right, buddy. Just take some deep breaths, Mo. Before you know it, you're going to be leashed down by your own ball and chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh, you're right. So, uh, should we get going then? I think the guests are getting a little antsy. Yeah, we'll, we'll be right behind you, Mo. We'll see you right there. Hey, uh, Indy. How's Layla doing? Oh, yeah, she's great. Can't wait to get this show on the road. Ha ha ha, that's my girl. Okay, I'll see you guys over there. Lug, 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 lug. Lug, lug, lug. <laughs> We're right behind you. <laughs> Look at that lug bounding off with a spring in his step. Layla left. Oh, wait, what did you say? She's gone. All that was in her dressing room was this letter addressed to Mozart. Wait, what? Are you serious? What are you going to say to him? What do you mean, what am I going to say? You're the best man. Best man doggo. Or best doggo. I, I I can't really figure out which way is the best way to say that. Whatever. It means that you should be the one that breaks the bad news to him. Me? Aw, oh, come on. All I've been doing is firing people, delivering bad news, planning bachelor parties. Wah, 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 wah. That's how it works. You're their favorite doggo and mentor. What? Yeah, like it or not, you're a mentor doggo, Zeddy. All these doggies here look up to you. Oh, right, all of them. Mozart, Finn, Milo, the cats, me. You. Of course me, silly. When Mama and Daddy first got me, remember how I reacted to the crate? Yeah, you were scared shitless of that thing. Exactly. Until you walked into that thing, laid down to show me that it was okay. Uh, that was just, you know, something that Chewie showed me. Your mentor. Yeah, I guess. Look. All of us look up to you, big little brother. Really? Oh, thanks, big little sister. I'm still not breaking the news to Mo. Oh, come on! No way! Look, you have the letter from Layla. Just give it to him. Can't we do it together? What's the big deal? I thought this would be the type of news you would love to break to him. Well, I'm actually starting to like the little lug. What? Look, if you tell me what I said, then I will swallow you whole. All right, all right, all right. Still, I don't want to be forever associated with delivering the bad news. All right, fine. I'll tell him and you hand him the letter. Deal! Thanks, big little brother. Uh-huh. I better still be getting lobster for dinner tonight. Oh, papooses and giblets, you're getting lobster? I was just promised a hot dog. <laughs> well, you need a better agent. Uh, guys, we're waiting on you. Ah, oh, poop, let's go. Wait, wait, wait. Do, uh, do we still walk down the aisle? Well, should we yell it across the room? Okay, good point. Okay, just walk normally. Dang it! What? This tutu is riding up my chest. Oh. <laughs> Just keep walking. Hey, you twos look great. Uh, what do we tell him? Just tell him what you know. She's not here and you don't know where she is. We don't know. Fine. We don't know where she is. Why are you two staring at me like that? Uh, Did has something to tell you? Oh, uh, we kind of need to get this show on the road here, guys. Oh, it's on the road already. Well, if we don't start soon, you know, I'm going to eat my tie. What is it, Z? Uh, well, before I tell you... <laughs> Monday's Mutts! Out of Australia, Patsy, a six-year-old Kelpie Border Collie Cross, helped save a flock of sheep from the fires last year, and now has an Instagram account. Patsy the Koryang Wonder Dog. 
where fans can leave praise and virtual pats and belly rubs. Patsy and her human buddy rounded up a herd of sheep, and the dog brought them to the farm's safest paddock as the farmer attacked the fire. Acting cool as a cucumber, Patsy waited with her guardian until the fire got close enough to fight with a tractor and a water pump. Here's to you, Patsy. Today's Monday's month. All right, great story, guys, but uh, where is my beautiful bride-to-be? Why, Mo, wouldn't you just rather know this week's... Breed of the Week! No, not really. This week's Breed of the Week is the Tibetan Mastiff. Oh, this is huge. Why is that? The Tibetan Mastiff is huge. Oh, right, that's correct, Zenny. These mountain dogs are a towering 24 to 28 inches high and weigh in at a whopping 140 to 200 pounds. That's one mountain of a dog. You can say that again, Chewy. It's one mountain of a dog. Oh, boy. These Everest-sized dogs are not for inexperienced dog owners as they can be territorial as well as aggressive towards other dogs. They have long, fluffy coats that help suit them for mountain living. They are not suitable for apartment or city living. These doggos need to be brushed daily and require only a brisk walk once a day as they're on the lazy side. Okay. So there you have it, folks. The Tibetan Mastiff is our breed of the week. Okay, no more stalling. What is going on here? Where is Layla? I can't smell her anywhere around here. Uh, tell him, Indy. Tell me what. Oh, all right. Layla's gone. Dinner's off. She's not in her dressing room, and all that was there was this letter addressed to you. Oh, I changed my review. Five stars. Best wedding of the year. So she's not here. Is she doing the wedding through a Zoom Zoom Zoomy call? <laughs> no, buddy. I think she's officially a runaway bride. Oh, are we going to have to put up posters for her? Not that type of runaway, Mo. Pardon me, Mo, but I was wondering if this wedding isn't going to happen, am I still going to get my compensation? Whoa, Brando, you were getting paid? I was told there would be milk bones. Oh, Brando, you got up your game. Well, here's the letter that she left for you. Oh, I can't read that thing right now. I'm so hungry that it would just look like a menu. Could somebody else read it for me? Oh, please let me at it. Please. Uh, not a chance, Ben. Back to one star. I believe I could give a crack at it. Oh, yeah, let Aussie do it. Here we go, Aussie. Crikey, I just brushed against you, Madam Doggo President, and I must say, you are probably the silkiest dog that I have ever met. You hear that, Zeddy? <clears throat> All right, let's see if I can't read this in my best Layla voice. Oh, there's no need. Dear Mozambique. Whoa, that's really good. All right, continue. I am so sorry to have to do this this way, but I fear that is the only way for you to truly listen to me. Does somebody have any snacks on them? No? Okay, continue. I've made my feelings on marriage very clear to you. I never thought this was a good idea. Our May-September romance was always destined to end in heartbreak. I felt that we were headed down this path the moment you started talking about marriage, but even more so with your aggressive attitude as of late. I don't know, maybe it was the diet. But even beyond that, I really don't remember you even proposing to me properly. What does propose mean? With all that, I must listen to my heart, and my heart tells me that I am happier as a free single doggo. I'm sorry, my sweet, but I feel this temporary pain is better than a lifetime of unhappiness. I'm sure we'll walk together again on long hikes with your Uncle Mike and Emo, but for now, I believe that distance is what we really need. I hope you'll find it in your heart to one day forgive me. Once yours, Layla. Wait a second, am I getting dumped? Yeah, that's what it sounds like, buddy. Oh, well, I guess there's no use wasting all this food. 
Let's eat! You took down a lot better than I thought. Yeah, tell me about it. Well, this looks like the perfect time to end with a section for my book. 865 Reasons Why Having a Dog is So Much Better Than Having a Kid. Reason number 403. Runaway brides! Well, we just had the doggo side of this argument. Yeah, worst thing that Mo seems to be dealing with is an empty stomach. Yeah, and based on his short-term memory, it's 50-50 he even remembers what happened today. But if you have a daughter, this could always be a possibility. Years of saving to provide your daughter with a fairy tale wedding that she has always dreamed of. A horse-drawn carriage, a flock of doves being released at the kiss, a five-tier cake after a six-course meal? Only for your daughter to come to the conclusion that the guy that she's about to marry is a total schmo. Yeah, because you can't be running and partying up there, you parents of the bride. Nope, you gotta sit there and watch said schmo blubber like a little baby. Why did she do this to me? Looking at you like it's your fault. I mean, what is the protocol on leaving when something like that happens? Uh, I think it's probably after you pay the bill. Uh, speaking of bills, how much did you pay for that dress, Danny O? About a jillion more than we paid for Layla's smock. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Reason number 403, Runaway Brides. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to like and follow on social media and tell your friends. And for as little as $3 a month, you can become a Patreon and enjoy perks such as early access. Sign up now at patreon.com forward slash the Zeddy and Indy Show. New episodes drop every Monday, so until next time, smell you later. Why, Layla, why?